Hello, this is Jana, and I'm here with a story about an old friend of Story Nori. His name is Birdie. He's a crow who has lived for hundreds of years and known all sorts of important people, including kings and queens. Recently, he made friends with a little boy named Jake, and he tells Jake all sorts of interesting things, as you're about to hear. But before the story, we'd like to tell you about a podcast made by some old friends of Story Nori. For as long as we can remember, we've carried a musical series called Rockford's Rock Opera, or Lost on Infinity, on our website, and it's very popular with our listeners. Well, the makers of Rockford now have a new podcast called. Kids' stories, science, and secrets. If you love Story Nori, you will love this podcast. It tells the story of Rockford's journey to a land of extinct creatures, and has a new factual dimension. The podcast is packed with true science, history, inventions, animal wonders, and great songs too. So search Kids' stories, science, and secrets. Now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you love to listen, and remember to start at episode one of Kids Stories: Science and Secrets. Now on with our story, which also mentions some extinct creatures. Birdie and the dinosaur. It was the start of winter. The weather was frosty, and evenings were growing dark. And Mum was in the kitchen cooking up cosy dishes for supper. She was chopping up garlic, its sharp scent mingling with the savoury aroma of sausage stew. When Jake's little sister Elle burst into the kitchen, her face scrunched up in annoyance. Mummy, Jake's watching a scary dinosaur movie again. She complained, tugging at Mum's apron. Mum, her hands busy with the garlic, replied without turning around. Yes, and you know he gets nightmares from dinosaur movies. Plus, I want to watch my manga series. Mum let out a sigh, a small smile playing on her lips. She secretly enjoyed a good dinosaur movie herself. Oh, all right. Tell him to turn it off," she said, her voice carrying a hint of reluctance. Elle dashed off to the living room, and soon enough, Jake's protest echoed through the house. "Oh, come on! It's about dinosaurs. It's not even scary. And Dad says they use tomato ketchup for the blood in movies." The squabble escalated, and Mum had to step in. Jake, grumbling under his breath. Retreated to his room to read about dinosaurs. Though annoyed, a part of him was excited. It was around this time that his best friend Birdie usually came by for a chat, and today was no different. A familiar tap 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 sounded at the window, and Jake's face lit up. Birdie, a very good evening to you, Birdie replied. 
his voice smooth and wise. I've got a question, Jake said. Are you old enough to remember the dinosaurs? Birdie flapped his wings. Goodness gracious, you mean giants like T-Rex and Brontosaurus? I'm not that ancient. Oh, sorry, no offence. I just never knew how old you really are. Birdie called. Neither do I exactly, but I do remember chatting with Julius Caesar when he visited Britain, which was in 55 BC, which means I'm at least 2,078 years old. And when did the dinosaurs become extinct? Extinct? What makes you think they're extinct? Because they're not around anymore. Birdie gave a knowing look. And are you sure about that? Look very closely. You might be seeing one right now. Where? In this book? Nah, right here, talking to you. Wait, you mean you're a dinosaur? But you're a bird! Birdie began to strut along the windowsill, his head bobbing in his peculiar way. Just look at me. Notice anything dinosaur-like? Jake, recalling scenes from his movie, gasped. You walk like a T-Rex! Exactly! We birds are the dinosaurs that survived the great extinction. We walk on two legs, have feathers, and are born from eggs, just like dinosaurs, because we are dinosaurs. So, what happened to the others? They weren't so lucky about... Sixty-six million years ago, a giant asteroid hit the Earth. It created a huge crater, and all the dust blocked out the sun. The longest and darkest winter descended upon the Earth. Only the smartest and fittest survived, like us birds. Jake's eyes widened. Could that happen again? Mm, it's possible, but rare. There might be another asteroid. Or humans could do something reckless. But don't worry too much about that sort of thing. It's not all that likely. I hope not, Jake said, his voice a mix of wonder and concern. That's scarier than any movie. But look on the bright side, Birdie said, fluffing his feathers. Some small dinosaurs survived and became birds. That's why I'm here telling you this story. Yes, that's a good thing, Jake agreed. But dinosaurs are supposed to be scary. I don't mean to be rude, but you're not at all scary. Scary depends on your point of view. If you were a worm, you'd be plenty scared of me. Well, I'm glad I'm not a worm. 
I don't suppose I'll ever meet a proper dinosaur in real life. Have you been listening? I am a proper dinosaur. But if you mean a scary dinosaur, then that could be arranged. Would you like to meet a scary dinosaur? Oh, yes. So long as you can arrange for my sister to meet him too. All right then, you're on. But don't blame me if you or your sister get scared good and proper. And if you have nightmares, don't go crying to your mummy telling tales that Birdie the Crow gave them to you. I won't, I promise. But make sure the dinosaur doesn't eat me, please. Mm, it probably won't. I don't mind if he eats my sister, though. Just kidding. All right, then. Well, it's time for me to retire to my nest. Sleep tight and mind the velociraptors don't bite. Bye-bye, Birdie. <coughs> Next time I see you, I'll tell you all about the dinosaurs. <coughs> The next day was Saturday. Jake and his sister wrapped up warm for their weekend walk in the woods with their dad and their dog, Sabre. On the way there in the car, Jake said, I can make a prediction. Today we will find a dinosaur in the woods. And it will be a scary one. Not just a bird, because they are living dinosaurs. But I mean a prehistoric one. Like a T-Rex. Or a Velociraptor, or one like that. That's quite a prediction, said Dad as they waited in a long jam at temporary lights at some long-abandoned roadworks. But it's not impossible you might find a fossil if you keep your eyes peeled. No, I mean a real live scary dinosaur, said Jake. What makes you say that? asked Dad as he inched the car forward. Oh, I saw it in a dream, said Jake casually. His sister piped up. Jake's having nightmares because he's been watching scary dinosaur movies again. No, I haven't, retorted Jake, because you've been hogging the TV to watch your manga princess movies. She's not a princess. She's a secret girl samurai, and she could slice you into tiny sushi pieces, said his sister. Yeah, but T-Rex could swallow your samurai girl up in one gulp, retorted Jake, making an eating noise. No, she couldn't. And the bickering went on all the way to the woods like this. The woods, when they arrived, were more peaceful, at least to begin with. A short stroll beyond the car park was a giant sandpit that Dad said might have once been a stone quarry. According to Jake, it was the spot where a giant asteroid had crash-landed millions of years ago. Elle, with a roll of her eyes, said it was just a sandpit for little kids to make sandcastles in. They all ran down into the sandy crater and scrambled up the other side. Now they were in the woods. 
Saber, their wire-haired terrier, liked to run off the path and explore the bracken and the undergrowth on the scent of rabbits, squirrels, and the occasional deer. Remember, keep your eyes open for a dinosaur. Jake reminded El, who warned him a girl samurai would come riding through the woods to teach him a lesson. They walked on until they heard a loud squealing noise somewhere in the thicket. It was accompanied by some rasps and hisses. That's Saber crying," said Jake, and he ran off through the trees, his feet swishing through the fallen leaves. He headed in the direction of the noise and a holly bush with red berries. Saber came running towards him, pursued by a pair of birds about the size of Christmas turkeys. But only they weren't birds, because although they were feathered and ran on two legs, they had arms instead of wings and clawed hands. One of them was holding a stick and shaking it. Another picked up a stone. And chucked it at poor Saber. Jake picked up the stone and hurled it back at the two little dinosaurs, who stopped in their tracks, and both fixed him in their gaze. Jake stared back, and the dinosaurs lost their nerve first and hurried back to their nest in the bush. Jake and Saber went running back to the path. Did you see that? Asked Jake breathlessly. Two little T Rexes gave poor Saber the fright of his life. No way," said El. "You've been dreaming again. Okay, well I dare you to go and take a look. And if you don't, you're a scaredy cat forever more, and will never be a samurai princess, however many letters you write to Santa, begging him to become one." El was too sensible to answer this load of nonsense. But she was not going to let her brother think that she was too scared, so she went off to investigate what was really round the back of the holly bush. It's probably just a couple of bunny rabbits. Jake was literally running away from bunny rabbits. She declared scornfully as she set on her way. But a minute or two later, Dad and Jake heard a loud scream. You," said Jake to Dad. "There's a couple of miniature T Rexes round there." El came tearing back to the path. "It's true! It's true!" she gasped. "There's a couple of dinosaurs sitting on a nest of eggs. They've got creepy little hands, and oh!" Now it was Dad's turn to go and see. "Kids," he said to himself. What imaginations they've got! He walked around the holly bush. He didn't find any dinosaurs, but there was a sort of nest on the ground, and inside the nest were three smooth stones, just like eggs—dinosaur eggs, perhaps. He carefully knelt down and checked that they were actually stones, not real eggs. He didn't want to steal some poor bird's babies. Yes, they were too heavy to be eggs. Maybe, just maybe, they were fossils. He picked them up and brought them back to the kids. Well, I didn't find any T Rexes, 
But I did find these, said Dad. Dinosaur eggs, declared Jake. The dinosaurs will be real cross with you for stealing their eggs. Dad laughed and said they were just stones. But just in case, they hurried back to the car, each carrying an egg, or a stone, or a fossil, or whatever they were. That evening, Jake showed his dinosaur egg to his regular visitor, Birdie. If I keep it warm, will a T-Rex hatch out of it? Well, maybe, if you sit on it for a million years. But actually, nah. Those weren't T-Rexes you saw. T-Rexes are the size of double-decker buses. Those were oviraptoridae, who are much smaller. But did you notice how they look like birds? Yes, I did, said Jake. They were like turkeys, only they had arms instead of wings. That's right, said Birdie. Dinosaurs that walk like birds are called theropods. Tyrannosaurus rex is a theropod, for example. And we birds are descended from theropods. So, T-Rex is kind of like your cousin? Yes, said Birdie. And those small dinosaurs you saw are also my relatives. Only they went extinct after the asteroid landed. It was us winged dinosaurs that survived. Yeah, but how come there were a couple of extinct dinosaurs in our woods then? Asked Jake. Well, you know, a touch of science and maybe a touch of magic. There isn't much difference between the two when it comes down to it. But I'll bet you were scared. No, I wasn't insisted Jake. But my sister got the surprise of her life. And they both laughed and called. <coughs> and that was Birdie and the Dinosaurs, read by me, Jana, for StoryNori.com. And just before I go, here's Bertie with a message from Elena in Canada. Yes, Elena from Canada sent me some things in the post and she wrote, I made a booklet and a bookmark for you. I hope you like it and wish you good luck. From Alina, I am six. Well, Alina, thank you and I wish you good luck. Thank you for writing to me. And to everyone, when you write to me in the post, I'm not always very good at writing back, so can you include an email, please, so I can quickly acknowledge to your parents uh, that I got your message and they can pass on my wishes to you. And thank you to all our listeners for sticking with Story Nori throughout all the years.